Hey Porterfield, it's Brooke here. I have a devotional for you all this week about love as this week is the, this was the fourth Sunday in the Advent calendar. So here in our house, we lit the fourth candle um, in our Advent wreath, which is the love candle. It's okay if you don't celebrate Advent, not all Christians um, celebrate Advent. This is not something that was in the Bible or that God told us we had to do. This was something that was created in the fourth or fifth century so that Christians could um, uh, draw out how long they celebrate the season because they felt that one day simply wasn't enough to celebrate Christ's coming. That is what the uh, Advent season is about. It is about celebrating um, the expectation. So Advent in Greek is translated to our English word coming. So we're just celebrating the expectation we have. My two-year-old's <laughs> running around here, so <laughs> sorry if she joins the devotional. Um, we are expecting his his coming in this season, and that is what Christmas, you know, was um, to to Christians, and and even as today's Christians, that's what it still is. But also, we have the aspect of expecting his second coming as well, and I think that that should be celebrated. Um, at Christmas. So each Sunday you light one candle. There's hope, peace, joy, and love. There are other variations of it, but that is the most common um, variation. So that's what we do. There's also the option to have a fifth candle in the center. This is the Christ candle and it gets lit on Christmas Eve. So we haven't lit that one yet. Um, but with that being said, this week uh, we lit the love candle. So I wanted to do a short devotional on love. I really, really like this. This is from thelife.com. It says, your actions reflect Jesus. Okay, sorry everybody. It says, your actions reflect Jesus to the world around you. You can choose to offer love or to hold it back. In situations where it is hard to offer love, ask him to give you an abundance of his own in your heart so you're able to give it away. I really like that. As you move into Christmas this week, be reminded of the distinguishing mark you carry as a follower of Jesus. Ask for his love to be evident in your words and actions as you interact with others. Seek to bring unity and balance into relationships or situations. Listen to people with sincerity and interest. Ask for a graciousness that comes from his spirit as you mingle with those in your circle. Wear the love of Jesus as your distinguishing mark as his follower. John 13, 35 says, By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. When Jesus came to this earth, he brought a special kind of love. This love is unselfish, compassionate, unconditional. He loves us just as we are. Our condition is irrelevant to his love. It is a love that picks us up just where we are in life and carries us further than we could ever go on our own. He gives us this love so we can give it away in the same unselfish, compassionate, unconditional way he gave it to us. He tells us this love will be our trademark. It will distinguish us as followers of Christ. Your actions reflect Jesus to the world around you. You can choose to offer love or to hold it back. So I have a short prayer if you want to pray it as I'm reading right now or maybe something that you want to save and you can do it with your family later. We tend to do a prayer each week as we light each candle as a family. So this prayer says, Father God, thank you for your generous love to me. Thank you that you see 
the abundance in my life rather than all my shortfalls. Help me to offer that same gracious love to those I mingle with this Christmas season. Pour your love into my heart so I can give it away. May they know I am a follower of Jesus by my love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. These are um, fake candles, by the way. They're battery powered. As you can see, I have kids that like to play with candles. So, <laughs> um, you know, I tried to record this devotional about four times this morning. And there was not one time that I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a baby that one of them didn't interrupt it. So I decided it was fine and we were just going to do it this way. Um, but I actually did want to speak on this anyway for parents who have young kids or even older kids. Um, you know, she's listening here to me right now. Talk about Jesus and talk about this. She may not understand it all, but I want them to hear these things spoke about in our home. This is the first year that we did Advent, um, like an actual Advent devotional each week and celebrated it with the children and explained to them what it was. And I actually wish I would have started earlier um, because my two-year-old sitting here with me, Corinne, I think she really starts to understand it when we talk about it more than I ever thought she could. And my four-year-old, this is her first year doing it. And I really think she is beginning to understand it. Um, she even came home this Sunday from church and asked if we were going to light our candle today. So even in three weeks, she had um, recognized that on each Sunday we were going to light a candle. Um, so I'm really glad that we've done this. And I wanted to share something God put on my heart about this. I'm sure this is something I knew deep down, but didn't it didn't become evident to me until I tried to explain these concepts to my children. So like I said, there's the hope, peace, joy, and love. So each week we talked about a different word. And these, these are hard words to describe to little children, right? A, a four-year-old or especially a two-year-old may not even know what these words mean. We say things like, oh, I hope this is a better week or... You know, we understand uh, maybe a child looks peaceful as they're sleeping or something like that. But that is not what the word means to us as Christians. It has a whole other meaning. And um, for the sake of time, I'm not going to read all the definitions. But if you're curious and you go and look up the definitions to these words, hope, peace, joy, love, they are not. It's so it's so simple what you're going to find in the dictionary. It's not what it really means to us. And then I thought, gosh, it is so hard to describe these words. Um, trying to describe to my, my daughters what hope means in terms of Christ. It's like, wow, you can only have hope through Christ. And then when you think about peace, the peace that God brings, you, it's not the kind of peace they talk about in the dictionary. <laughs> it's just a simple word in the dictionary. But there is a true kind of peace that God offers us that only comes from him. And joy as well, right? It's so hard to explain what joy means because when we think of joy, we think of happiness, but happiness is temporary. That's not joy. Joy can only be from God. Joy has some words written beside it in the dictionary, but that's not what joy actually is. You can't describe it in our English language or really any language. Joy is just from God, right? It's so hard to explain it. And the same as love as well. We say that we love people and, you know, we love God. And I think that is genuine and, and um, love is real, right? But you can't describe love in any other way but God. God is love. If you try to describe it any other way, it's a sense that we've developed as, as humans. But true love is God. And I just had this revelation that I wanted to share 
Um, and that's why these words are so great for the Advent season. I never really had thought about all the years I did this, why these words specifically are so perfect for Advent. All of these things come from God and God only. Hope, peace, joy, and love. Um, they mean something different to us as Christians and when we have God. It's something that you can't explain, right? And so I just wanted to share that with you. Um, and the last thing I'll share, if so if you if you do an Advent calendar at home or an Advent you know wreath based on the Advent calendar, which is every, like I said, every Sunday leading up to Christmas, um, not everybody puts a Christ candle in the middle. We typically do. But if you decide to do that, that gets lit on Christmas Eve. Um, and when you think about expectation, like I said, the expectation of Christ coming, that expectation of love, which was this week's candle, is carried out through Christ, right? Our expectation of love is carried out through Christ in the Christ candle. Um, that's what this symbolizes. So maybe you've never done um, the Advent wreath and it's not too late. You could still, if you have candles sitting around, you just put them in some kind of, yes, you just put them in some kind of um, greenery. Um, it's snack time. You put them in some kind of greenery, like uh, evergreen, as this symbolizes um, everlasting life that we have in Christ, right? If you look around outside in this time of year when everything's dead, evergreens are everlasting, right? Um, and, and the lights just symbolize Christ because he, he is our light, in fact. Um, we know that. I have a verse for that. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> okay, John 1, 4 through 5. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So once again, that's John 1 four through five. And he is, he is considered our light in other places in the Bible as well, but I like that one. Um, so I think that's really all I had to share with everybody today. I hope you enjoyed that. Even if you don't celebrate, um, the Advent season necessarily, these are all wonderful concepts to meditate on and think about as we go through the Christmas season. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody.